Hi everybody, welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Post. I'm your host Jordan Abdul. Joining us on this week's episode, we've got Muzz and Lewis Johnson. Thanks for coming on, lads. Cheers, guys. Uh, pleasure to be on. Yeah, cheers, lads, for having us on. <laughs> <laughs> nice nervous, <laughs> nice nervous start there, Muzz. I like that. <laughs> Is this your f- first promo you've ever done? Because that was uh, shocking. No, not really. Just... Oh, <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm nervous. <laughs> Don't be nervous, mate. It's all right. He's just woke up shock. Yeah. yeah. So just before we talk about like anything rugby, why are you both always late to training all the time? I think that's a bit of a myth, to be fair, really. There's been a few boys that have been late once or twice, and we've been... Seven well, o- o- only, we've only been late once actually, and then Adams. other time we came here two minutes before the field started, so technically I don't think it was Adam's late. I blame the schedule, I'm never late. Yeah, but you don't class coming like a minute before the start as being late, do you? No. Even though at the beginning of the year, Hawley said, if you're not 15 minutes early, you're late. Yeah, but Hawley's here five minutes before training every session. Anyway. Hawley doesn't stick to his word, but he's still here before you two. No, uh, no we're not taking that. Available. We're not taking no, that, I'm sorry. No, he always we're walks in. Yeah, because you was doing this. Yeah, but we're going first. Otherwise, you'd have been... <laughs> <laughs> seven, seven, times, seven times out of ten, we're here before nine the Holy Bus. Nine out, nine out of ten. Yeah. Ten. It's just been a few times we've been like... Yeah. Like Touching touch go. So is it your two's fault or... Schedule. It, mm, the schedule doesn't change. It does. On my phone, it's wrong. Like sno- snoozing your alarm or stopping off for Mackies? <sighs> no. KFC. Okay. Quite the morning. <laughs> he does. He does indeed. It's wrong with you. <laughs> right, getting on to it. We're going to talk just a little bit about how you first came into playing rugby, you know, how old was you, who was it who influenced you to play, all stuff like that. We'll just start with you, Lou. How did you first like come about starting to play? Um, my dad used to play, and um, as soon as I was about four years old, I was a straight really, and never really looked back, just obviously come through all the systems came through cast scholarship did a bit of academy there finished my academy at warrington then i've ended up here really so yeah um for me um started playing in primary school in that like, year four i was a bit of a naughty kid quite aggressive so really <laughs> that, yeah. that seems out of character for you i don't know how many it's, times, hard, it's hard to believe isn't how it? many like little scraps have you had this year just with us um zero minus no what we on <laughs> three four yeah i think so yeah it wasn't my fault. I didn't instigate it. I was just the victim. I was a victim of the situation. He only suplexed about five people. Yeah. You know, you nearly did Matt's shoulder. That'd have been him out for the year. In like in touch and possible. Don't tell that. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyways, back to your question. <laughs> <laughs> back to your question. Um, I was with a naughty kid, and then uh, my primary school head teacher encouraged me to get into rugby. Just to sort of like vent your frustration yeah. type thing. Yeah. Um, I never saw it as a opportunity or I just used to, just enjoyed it. Just do it for a laugh. Yeah. And then obviously I joined a local club and got signed up for Leeds and just went from there really. Yeah. We'll go into, obviously you was at Cass, weren't you, Lou? How did you then end up at Warrington? Was it just an offer that you got from them that you just wanted to go to or? Um, it was a bit weird because literally I, I signed like a one year, and then it was like England, you know, like under 18s, yep. and Lee Breers was like the head coach there, and I got like man of the tour, did quite well, 
and then as soon as I came back off, I had like interest like from a few other clubs, not Warrington, and then I think they must have heard, and then they just offered me a, a four year, and I think it was kind of too good to turn down at the time, yep. really. So yeah, I think I think when you when you like well, I did the same thing when I was eighteen. I signed a five year deal. Like you think that you're longer the better, Security, yeah. but then sometimes it just don't work like that, does it? I no. think. It's one thing for a young kid. They do see duration and think, oh, it's income for years mm. on end, but it's no, it's not. It, mm. it can set you up for failure, really, can't it? And yeah. Obviously, like, now you've moved on and stuff, uh, we'll stick with it. How did you then end up coming on loan the first time when you came here? Like, was it just was it your decision or...? Yeah, well, all year, I was, well, what, I was like 19 and... Um, it was like 19 going on 20, I can't really remember. But um, I wasn't really playing. Like a, I think I played like at the time, I played like two or three games max for the first team and I was just playing for um, Rochdale as well. But I wanted to like obviously have a chance in Super League and um, nothing really happened for a few months, you know, with clubs. And then KR just randomly came in and then obviously let me go and then just did a month and really enjoyed it. And it was always in my back of my mind really ever since. Was it Tony that signed you to Warrington? When you was at Cass? No, he left the year before. Ah, I was going to say. It was Steve Price's first. It makes sense, wouldn't it, that yeah. as soon as Tony took over here, he'd have brought you over, but I didn't know that. What about you, Moz? Let's talk a little bit about you coming through the systems at Leeds and how was all that for you? Like, how, um, what, what was your academy level like? It wasn't really trip. Obviously, like, uh, as a kid, I never really focused on the skill at all. And if I just do run, just yeah. score. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, super people and score. So obviously when I got to academy, I found it, I found it kind of hard because everyone everyone's already quite skillful and had yep. a bit of catching up to do. Um, and then my second year, um, I got picked for England because um, a few other lads got injured. So look, I got I got picked through to play against um, it's Yorkshire versus. Yorkshire, Lancashire, yeah, Yorkshire is Lancashire, oh and then God. they played against, <laughs> <laughs> and then they played um, Australia, and I got picture, I got, I got picture, I got picture through that. <laughs> and then I played pretty well um, over the two games, and Leeds offered me a two-year deal. And then, is it similar to Lewis? You just found games hard to come by, and then, um, yeah, really, also because of my size and. Obviously, because my size and my position, it's quite hard to get part get part of there because yep. you want bigger bigger lads, don't they? So, I think that that's another tough thing. Like for both, yeah, and I, I went through the same thing. When you're at the top teams through the academies and stuff, it's always harder to break through there, isn't it? Like obviously, Warrington have sort of been successful without actually winning the big one, but they spend that much money on the starting seventeen. It sort of like leaves all the rest of the squad on the back burner a little bit, doesn't it? Like probably the same with Leeds, you know, they've yeah. filled with superstars in the starting team where they can't really justify playing a young kid who's may- maybe played three games in his full career. Like, how can you turn around and give him a game over someone who's played two hundred games? Like, is that something that you felt when you were there, Lou? Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. Um, it's kind of the things where they're kind of like um, undroppable. Really, because um, they could have maybe like four or five bad games on the bounce, and if it was probably a younger lad or someone who's not really a veteran, is probably going to get dropped. But because yep. of them, obviously, you know how good they are, but the form's still gonna if it's if it's still a low down, sorry, 
still going to have this spot. So it's quite hard for me, um, especially in the middle, because everyone was either NRL or England. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's it pretty was... impossible, really. Did you ever, I've got to you almost, like, do you ever feel like whenever you was representing the first team, mm. if did you ever go into the game with a mindset of, I can't afford to make an error? Yeah, definitely. It, and it's horrible, isn't it? Like, yeah. I think There's that's... Yeah, so much pressure, because if you do one little thing wrong, um, just gonna the coach gonna focus on that really, aren't they? So you're always a bit nervous and walking on eggshells egg to try to be as perfect as you can. It, it makes you play worse, doesn't it? Like yeah. when, when you don't relax and just do what you've done all your life. Make my errors. Yeah, you do. You, you think, oh, you can't miss this tackle, yeah. and then you'll miss a tackle exactly. that you, you'll never ever miss again. But because you're thinking about what not to do, you do it anyways, don't you? Yeah, it just it just goes downhill from there, really. Um, but also coming here has been a blessing really because yep. I just feel more comfortable now and I feel like I can I can back myself a bit more. Yeah, and obviously you haven't played as many games as what you'll have wanted to, no. but you've always been touch and go. Like I don't think you've have you not been named in the squad yet? Uh, no, no. That's what I, I mean. mean. So you've always been in for selection. It's just a matter of playing, yeah. what Tony prefers on the day. So yeah. for a young kid, it, you're not far off and. Um, no, obviously this year has been the best year I've had so far. I've played yep. well, about five games compared yep. to my previous years, so it's been a good learning experience and it's a positive for me really, just to build from it. What about you, Lou? You've gone from probably like a bit like most either like last spot on the bench, middle or not playing to our starting back rower in a matter of the first couple of weeks of the season. Mm -hmm. Like, Did you and Tony speak about that before? The season started about maybe moving to back row or because obviously we didn't know like we had dino set for the back row didn't we and then it's almost like you both just switch like swap yeah. straight away is that something you already spoke with tony about or was it just like a last minute um probably when just before i signed what happened i probably signed in like from having communication with um kr to actually signing it was probably like a matter of a few days and um uh, my agent craig was asking me if um I'd fancy a back row potentially. I wasn't too sure because I've played this since I was like 18. So it's been like three, you know, like nearly three, four years. So I was a bit like, oh, ooh, I, I, don't, I don't really know kind of thing. And he said um, at the time, uh, Magsy really wanted me to like, you know, have a go there kind of thing. Yep. Obviously do both. But um, and uh, when the shirt numbers came out as well, Tony was saying, um, even though it's quite high, we're still going to like, you know, you're going to be there or thereabouts and can see you playing either. I think after the first few like um, games, I was, I was just playing 13 pretty much. Yeah. And he was just said to me, why don't you just go for back row and then just like 13 is kind of like your backup kind of thing. Yeah. And then obviously uh, I think someone got injured for that cast game. Mm -hmm. Or someone had to pull out and then he just put me straight into the being on the bench. And obviously I never really looked back really at the minute. So it's been good. Who's been like the person helping you out the most in that transition back? Is it Magsy or is it just more learning as you go and like using our training sessions as like your le learning curve like have you had any like has Magsy done much with you or um I think a bit cliche but I think everyone really I think some I'm always asking questions with yep. like what to do you probably know I'm always yeah, asking you always stuff asking yeah what, what you could have done just more, with like yeah. defensive stuff but um Magsy Tony and then especially in D with Stan Stan was his D yep. and then probably even like Tackers Tackers is always like telling me what to do so yeah, I think everyone really. I mean, that, that's one good thing about the club here is like Tackers is like one of our biggest names in the squad, but is willing just to 
sit and talk to you and try and make you a better person, which will then help him out as well, with you both being next to each other. I think at other clubs I've been at, your more bigger names aren't willing to invest time into people next to them. And you're nodding your head, Muzz. Do you want to comment on that? Like, No, I agree. Um, that's why I like this club. Everyone's Everyone looks after each other and everyone's not look, just looking for a personal interest. So it's more like a, more like a team environment, like a family. Yeah, same question to you, Muzz. Like, who, like what players, like obviously playing in the middle, it's straight up and down. There isn't too much to think about, but there's a lot of like technical aspects of the game that you need to learn. And yeah. like you say, you're not the biggest. No. So like your tackle technique is probably going to be different to some like Albi can do. Like mm. who's been like the people that have probably helped you out the most since you've been here, just to try and get the best out of your game rather than trying to change what you're good at. Um, probably um, Stan and Magsy. Obviously. I'm like, I prefer to go for legs. So, mm. obviously, if you go for legs, it's quite, you get off the, you have to get up quite fast, don't you? So, yep. it's been teaching me to slow the ball down and just buy a bit more time and get used to wrestling and stuff. So, and it, it, how was that though? Like, did you find it difficult at first or? Yeah, definitely. Um, just It was just too fast and yep. I was all gassed and you just retreat all the time. So, obviously, over the more, the more games I played, the more I got used to it and my tackle selection got a bit better. Yeah. It's so. t- it's tough. Like I said, I've played in the middle. I've I've, st- I've stood there. I, I actually <laughs> really played there. <laughs> yeah, I passed the ball a lot, and I come in third man and run back. But I understand it, it's a complete different oh, yeah. place in the middle, mm-hmm. isn't it? Like yeah. as soon as one player the ball's quick, that's it. Like yeah. you can be gassed for ten minutes after that yeah. just from that one set. So it's important that you can improve little bits of your game, like. Yeah. Anything you can to slow it down, like obviously legally. Yeah, definitely. Or illegally if <laughs> refs aren't listening. <laughs> if they don't see. Or suplex or something. <laughs> what about you, Lou? Um, sticking on to the transition to back row, is there anybody you, you really watch? Like, obviously, Kano is a good example. Like, do you ever watch what he does and try and like implement that in your game? Or are you one of them where you know what you're good at and it's just a matter of gaining the trust off the boys to give you more of the ball to get you in them positions to show what you can do. Yeah, I think I'm always watching um, all back rowers really, like just NRL, especially, you know, Super League. But I'll, I'll watch, I always like, you know, if you're watching the games back in Huddle, I'll always watch mine and Kano's carries. Yeah. Even if it's just skipping out, like, you know, like the tackles with his shape and stuff. Yeah. I'm just trying to see what he's doing. I'm always asking him as well, like how, how he does certain stuff, like... Yeah, just with well, it's just a lot of things really, just anything. So um, yeah, yeah, just always watching Could be people. Anything like starting position or anything, uh, it's just. I think yeah. he's a really good one because he's only just really moved up to back row as well. But I think you both took it by a storm. To be fair, like nobody else is going to be playing back row for us this year unless you both absolutely play. But, but like at the minute, you both, it's your spots to lose, isn't it? So yeah. at the beginning of the year. Well, even back in the last year, you wouldn't have thought that our two starting second rows would have been you two. So it's testament to obviously how you've adapted yourself into the position. We'll just go a little bit away from rugby. Like, what does your life look like when you're not here? Are you both just young kids, just maybe not right now, like living the lifestyle of a young kid, or are you a bit more level headed and focusing on? Rugby and what you can do after rugby. Um, just focusing on rugby really. I was, 
some most of the time focusing on rugby, but try to take my mind away from it and just socialize with my friends and stuff. Because obviously, rugby just takes up most of my life, so having your mind in it all the time kind of drains you a oh, bit, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, it fatigues you 100%. So I try to distract myself a bit. So, like, obviously, if the restrictions weren't in for us, oh, yeah. you'd have been. On holiday or something. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be on holiday. Yeah. So. I'll be on holiday. No, that's so, fine. But... Like obviously, if everything's back to normal next yeah. year, then hopefully it's just but... it's not it's not a weakness to say that you enjoy yourself. It's just yeah, for me. Like ever since I've come through, I've been rugby, rugby, rugby. Like yeah. I never ever go out, and it's not because like I'm the ultimate professional or anything. Like it's just sacrifices. Ru- rugby's just controlled my life, yeah. so I, I I sort of envy the people that can go home and just switch off like yeah. <clears throat> I kind of wish like I had a little bit more of that in me what yeah. are you like Lou obviously you spoke about like you watch games after and stuff but do you have like a cut off point where you then you know I'm gonna live my life a little bit today or is it literally on a day off you sat there waiting looking at your schedule what time you're in tomorrow and then preparing for that um I'm probably a bit above to be fair like yep. I'm always um you wouldn't think about it. I'm always panicking to see what time we're in in the morning. Do you know I mean, putting all, all the alarms on, always texting us at night, making sure. But um, yeah, I'm I'm always um, switched on with Ruby, but I've got I've got the time for the family and my friends really to socialise. So I'm yep. a bit, bit of both really. I reckon. I think the balance is key, but like I said, some people. Well, I'd say quite a lot of rugby players can't be in the middle of the river, all for it. Or I was probably. When I was younger, more all for it. Yeah. Like, especially even when I was like even 14, 15, like you'd have like, you know, your little house parties, but I'd mm-hmm. get on a Sunday, but like I'd either not go all, just have like all one, like, you know, one drink. I was literally yeah. so, so on it. But I've kind of like, as I've got older, probably like the past year or two, I've realised that it's it's your mental lifestyle, isn't it, as yeah. well, really? You need to focus on yourself, not just rugby. I think well, with, the, with the pressure that comes, especially playing for KR, like, we've got the fan base behind us. I think the amount of pressure that we're under to perform, yeah, to then go home and think constantly about it, it probably will make you feel worse. Even if you win the game, like mm. it, it will take its toll on you eventually. Mm. So I, I don't, like yeah. I say, I envy yeah. people that can. Obviously the older you get, the more serious you get and the more pressures are piled on onto you, I do think. What are you looking at me for? I'm 25. <laughs> Don't look, me, yeah, don't, 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 look, don't look at me like I'm like back end. <laughs> I've seen you straight away then. Obviously, as you get older, you didn't lose eye contact with me. <laughs> you know what I mean. No, I don't. I, I actually want you to explain it. <laughs> but no, right. What what have you got planned? Like obviously you're both young, so it might not really be something that's in your mind. But have you got like a plan in place for when your career finishes, or are you are you just doing a bit like what I did? And no, you go, Lou. Um, my I'm probably a bit on the fence. I've got a few ideas, kind of, yeah. but there's nothing like what I'm set on. I've always kind of been a bit confused with what I wanted to do, but past probably yeah, I've got like one or two things what. I'd like to go into, but obviously I'm not too sure which one yet. So, yeah. Um, for me, a couple of like years ago, I did an electrician course through. I won't trust you. <laughs> Do not let this guy. No, no, I've got a good offer. 
I'll sort you out. Do the whole house and rewire. If everyone listening, <laughs> when Muzz finishes up in about six months or so, oh, do oh, not oh, let him do come anywhere near your house. Please, I, I beg. <laughs> you can trust me. He'll come 20 minutes later <laughs> and he'll blow up your house. <laughs> Call me on us. <laughs> Unless you're in an insurance job, then <laughs> don't let him come. <laughs> oh, uh, but yeah, I think I'm going to go into electricity. Yeah, electrician, I mean. Electricity, go into electricity. <laughs> <laughs> Be an electrician. I could do with another standing light for my house, actually, if you want to get into electricity. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's what I want to go into. Yeah. While I've got you both, before we move on to like the next little topic, just because you are both young, if you had a message out there that you want to give to potentially the young audience we've got about staying into rugby league and, you know, how important it is for the grassroots and stuff like that. Like, is there a message that you can say out to people to just stick at what they're doing? Obviously, it's been frustrating, like, grassroots rugby and stuff. They haven't been able to play for the last year, but it's paramount for the sport that people are still invested and still turning up on Sunday mornings to play with the mates and then potentially getting into the position that us three are in where you go through academies, you sign first team contracts and then you're playing in front of thousands of fans. So just like a little message just to the importance of playing rugby when you're younger and, you know, staying invested in the sport. Yeah. Well I think me and Muzz in like pre season we were saying once um ages ago about um just like a year or two's generation like not coming through. Yep. Like if it's not gonna happen, that could be like a big thing. can maybe miss the next big like generational player so yep. um i think the main thing is really just to stick to it i think you do rugby anywhere at that age for fun yeah so i think if you're enjoying it and i think why not like you could get picked up at maybe not 14 50 it could be 16 17 and you might be the next big thing you never know so always stick to it sounds a bit corny but just don't give up just yep. just keep going no matter how hard, how hard it gets just keep going we'll work out in the end otherwise you'll become electricity yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so be careful. <laughs> Just still on the topic. Obviously, um, <laughs> acad- a- the academies are in like a little bit of turmoil at the minute, aren't they? Like fixtures and stuff like that. Like, obviously, we had news a few months ago that we weren't getting our academy license mm. and stuff. How would how would that have impacted you if you was brought up through the KR ranks and then you found out that? There's now no academy license. Like, I'm just trying to send a message across yeah. to people that you need your grassroots rugby and you you need yeah. academy systems in place because you're a young kid. Like, yeah. if you was hull born, yeah, you could have potentially missed out on all these Super League games that mm. you're going to play in your career mm. just because we didn't get a license for academies. Um, I think it's a big deal, really, because um, for me, when I was in college. All I wanted to do was play rugby. I didn't really care about. I didn't. I didn't care about education. I just focused on my time in rugby. So, if I were told that I can play rugby, I'd done all I'd do. Yeah. I, um, I would have struggled really. So, um, but also I'm, I'm glad that they've given them license. Yeah. Because I think it needs to be, it needs to be there. But it's the future of the game, isn't yeah. it? Like I think everyone's worried about what the future holds for rugby league, mm. and it's almost like. Was almost losing one of our legs when you lose yeah. academy licenses Same. and kids not playing. Like I think the numbers are down on grassroots rugby. Like people are worried about what's going on in the Super League, but the bigger picture is That's we've got future. nothing else yeah. coming mm. in five years' time at the minute. So yeah. for the people listening out there, if 
if you're parents and you've got kids who are interested or if you're young fans listening, just get yourself into rugby and make the sport better for the future. Right, serious stuff out the way. Right. We can just have a laugh now. I was going to do a little bit about rugby, but I feel like we spoke yeah. enough about that. Let's just let's just talk about the boys and dish them up a little bit. Um, Lewis, Lewis, I know, <laughs> I know you've been listening to the episodes and... It's fair to say you're not happy. Let, let's just get that out of the way now. Yeah, it's just, uh, it's not, not, I was just disappointed, really. Do you know what I mean? Um, I'd say that I was um, surprised, but I'm um, really not. Do you know what I mean? Um, especially with a few of the boys. Yeah. I'm trying my best not to swear at um, all of them. So, Obviously, yeah. I'm sat looking at him. He has got a little tear in the eye as well, so... Yeah, Muzzy's holding me right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, let's move on. So, I'll ask a question. If you both Sorry. want to discuss it, go over and answer. I'll just have one each. Yeah. We will, definitely. Yeah. So, <laughs> who is the biggest whinger in the team? Just always complaining, Tackers. never happy. There's a there's quite a few, to be fair. Tackers. Tackers. Crooks. When, he, when he actually trains Tackers, is quite yeah. big, isn't he? Oh, yeah. He doesn't train, really. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> who, who, who was it? Who was it made a stat? Was it you or Coops saying like he's only run hundred meters high speed all yeah, year, Coops. not even in the not even in the game. hundred so, yeah. high speed meters all year. That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, tackers for sure. Yeah. He, he whinges, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. We ben, do, we do ben, ben Crooks is always having a go at me. At some, he's always like, I'll always say something. I don't know, and he'll always be coming at me. Yeah, never happy Crooks. Is yeah, he? he's so. just got like that. Dad persona now, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm coming, it, it, in, I'm coming it, into work tired. It, so. Yeah, is he is he either like that or is literally like just energetic, energetic, f- funny. Yeah, then, it's strange. Funny, the next minute is just like he's on you. He, he reckons it's all down to how much sleep he gets. <laughs> he reckons, <laughs> but I don't know. Who's our most skillful? Me. I, I would put you <laughs> down as our least skillful. Like he's you, lying. He's lying. You, you're working. You are working really hard. <laughs> I remember when I was doing my bike from my head knock and I seen you drop the ball four times in a row. I was a bit rusty, right? I had two weeks off. <laughs> was it COVID? <laughs> COVID. COVID. Co- COVID we didn't have. You should have been fresh. It takes away your skill. <laughs> you should have been at home just like juggling some tennis balls or something. Um, even though it's probably right here, probably you, George, or Tackers, I reckon. Got a co- we have got a, quite a skillful team, haven't we? Like, I think D- <clears throat> Dean and Jez have Oh, Dino, quite yeah. Like... Dino from middle is very good. I think Taka's just huge, a huge guy, yeah. but he plays like an half. Yeah. Skids? Skids. Skids. Cool. <laughs> 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 that shit. <laughs> um, pro- probably the best. He doesn't even play. Danny Mags. Honestly, oh, Danny Max is he's a. Still, he's still got it. Danny Max is coming back to play he's, next he's week. He's getting us. my players player of the vote because he, he has is, been our best player he this is year. Still got it. R- rumor has it if um, Jordan goes down, Max Max is coming in only, only for get playoffs though. Rumor has it that he's just coming out anyways, and I'm just not playing the playoffs. He's <laughs> <laughs> coming for my spot. We touched a little bit on West Trainer, but let's just put it out there anyways. Like, is it just tackers? Just hundred percent, one thousand percent. Your skill can put you in that category of worst trainer, but it's not because you don't like training. You just generally have fingers, don't you? I've got nothing to say I've got nothing to say Like, you're not a ba- you're actually one of our best trainers, 
Yeah. But you're also it's state of origin. Yeah, like every game's an international. It's just it's not. Most not of the time. I've turned I've turned it down a bit. I've not after my little rows in the corner. Yeah, yeah. but that was last week. That was not two weeks ago. <laughs> Well, how, how long have we been? That was two weeks ago. We've only been in Portland. Exactly, and no one's got injured over there, so I must be doing something right. Yeah, it's true. It's true. You injured me the, like, the second day. Yeah, but that's not my fault. You're soft. Oh wow. Oh yeah. Is a bad girl not a medal now? When he's got softer. Oh. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Who is most in love with themselves? <sighs> Whether it be just like look like photos or just arrogance, like who just loves the self, like. Why does everyone look at me? Begins with L. Actually... <laughs> Rams of <laughs> yeah. yeah. and he's not next uh, to me. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I, I got mentioned uh, the last time, and I really yeah. don't know why. Yeah, uh, oh, I'm putting it out there, Micah. Oh, that is a good one. Yeah, my, mm, he's is, been a common theme as that well. Is a good one. We've had Mikey and Holly. Holly, yeah, Holly, yeah, Holly's always like, putting pictures on his six pack on Instagram. If I did that, I'd get like sacked. But well, if you had that rig, <laughs> you would. I wouldn't have a yeah, t shirt. Yeah, that is true, but Holly could look at someone's Instagram picture, but like, what is that? But if he's putting like body pictures on all the time, but like you said, yeah, like, yeah, that, but that, like, like you said, he has got an unreal body. So that game against like... Cass, where someone called him fat, and then he posted the picture of him eating a pizza, but yeah. deliberately had his yeah. top off, yeah. ten yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like... yeah, you have to respect it a bit, to be fair, though, don't you? It's one of them. Yeah, you can't say. Yeah, I'm, I'm more jealous than angry. Yeah. Him, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, definitely. Pass <laughs> it, Mikey, are you? <clears throat> mm, wow. Your your Instagram pictures are more than mine, lad. You're always posing. I'm not posing. It just comes natural. What I mean. Oh yeah. <laughs> Most is more than me. <laughs> <laughs> Who's our most underrated player? Underrated Ooh. player. Ooh. Speak. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You. Uh. Uh, we say Arsenal. We've got quite a few like underrated players. You saying Jess? No. No, I was new. He's starting to now get like his no. recognition in it, like. Who just goes like under the radar for what they do? Like That's probably Quinny, Quinny Dino. Yeah. Quinn, like, yeah. Quinny Dino, yeah. I feel like they quite. George Law has got a, a yeah. mad engine. His engine's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, he's just Obviously, because we've had like quite a good year so far, like <clears throat> we are starting to get like a bit more recognition. Yeah. But <clears throat> it's still individuals don't quite get the yeah. praise that they deserve. Like, yeah. like you say, George Dino, like. Uh, Even think, George King as well, like yeah, George yeah. King. I didn't real. I never saw. Um, I saw him play when he was younger, mini. But um, especially with training, I didn't realize like, how like physically good he was as well. Like how yep. fast and like his feet. So, but yeah, it'll be it'll be good when he comes back, mini. Because obviously we're not really seeing him. <laughs> we've, not, we've not really seen it. We've not really seen him um, play much. So yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> You can leave that out, okay? <laughs> who's who's our strongest player? Me. Um, pound for pound, come on. Uh, yeah, Muzz, you are quite like pound for pound. You are strong. Jordan is halfback. Um, oh, yeah, probably. True. I'm 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 quite strong for my age. <laughs> yeah, I reckon. Muzz pound for pound, and there's obviously like people like Jordan half, Holly, Albi. Can't, you can't move Albert. Paul is like gym strong in the and mm. like <clears throat> game strong. In the, like there's some people that Jez, Jez Pound yeah. for Pound's very strong I on the pitch. Matt, yeah, he's quite. We've got a lot Matt of strong pick. players. Mm -hmm. A couple of people are just like weirdly strong. Like Mong strength, like yeah. shouldn't be strong, but they are. Jez as well. Yeah, like Quinny. Like whenever 
I'm normally like pretty good Crooksy. in wrestle. Crooks here. Crooks I can't shift Cunny in wrestle, and I think. What's going on? Why? <laughs> I, I just can't get my head round it, but I can't move him, and it's quite annoying, really. But yeah, we are quite a strong group, aren't we? Like, as we go. Which player would you say has like the best chance in coaching career when they finish? You. You're just saying that because I missed all pre season. No, 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 you do, generally. You've got, you've got good knowledge and you play so. Well. I, not bad for twenty five. Yeah, I could yeah. see. I could see going to like assistant straight away now if you yeah. wanted to build up. I should have got like my contract, shouldn't I? Yeah, yeah, you've got the personality coach. for it. Play coach. Yeah, coach. you've got the uh, good cop, like personality for it. Yeah, you have the boys on your side, and I reckon they'd respect you. Yeah, a bit like like Mag magazine on you, pretty. Good yeah, you'd be. Like, yeah. yeah, I could see you being like that, really. Oh, yeah. Oh. Don't a bit like Don't a bit like <laughs> <laughs> Who's our most argumentative player? Like just never wrong. Matt. Has to be done it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Has to be. From, from yeah, from the meetings. That meeting with Tony. Oh, yeah. Matt or Holly. Holly, yeah. Holly. I can't want to prove Holly wrong once with um what was it now with the with the dumbbell thing? And that she just walked oh, off. With the waist, yeah. yeah, I said something. It sounded really like ridiculous, and he was like, "Look at me, like you are like, stupid." And I was actually like, "Right." And he literally just looked at me and like, I don't even know. He like walked off, like he didn't have anything to say. I was just looking at him like, See, yeah. "I'd live for the moment." Yeah, so I was thriving off it. You do look. I was just staring. I was just I was just staring from across the gym, like, "Yeah, I've got you." That's the only time I'm going to get you, but I've got you. <laughs> just little wins. Like that's probably more important than getting to a grand final and it proving all it wrong. It's, it's on par in it like that yeah. is one of them freak things that just don't happen exactly. a lot the sad thing is as well is probably forgot this has happened as well but I'll always remember this yeah. as well so he yeah. Yeah. No, he, he won't forget that he'll <laughs> never forget that yeah. never <laughs> who's our shower dodger Mrs. Showers oh Jez Jez the worst like yeah. the worst does, two does, seconds is in and is out does he actually miss showers yeah. I, everybody oh, no, says no, no. it. there's a joke but I've, has anybody actually ever seen him just no. go yeah I, I can't comment on that to be fair I he is like... I love Jez. He's like got the title, I think. He is in that of the showers, to be fair. He's quite fast. Thing is the best. There's been a few times where his towel's been nicked and honestly, it's like someone's yeah. like, it's so like... It's like someone's nicked a grand out of a bank account. It's yeah. hilarious. It the starts crying is, bad. I had Dino on the last episode and you've got to be careful with Dean because he has killed people. Yeah, he's got that. 100% he's killed people. Some people say he's Batman. <laughs> 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 and we'll finish off this is the one where you can right your wrongs Lou who's got the worst airline yeah I've had um, been writing a list because um been a bit disappointed as well because a lot of people have been making jokes and their hairline's just as bad but they cover it up because they've got straight hair yep yeah you know all the people there everyone listening as well you Maybe. know it Maybe. and um, I got told who was it you said, you said Kano was taking the mic Kano yeah Kano was giving you a little bit the disrespect <laughs> where's, where's that coming from I'm not but, sure. Yeah. Um, there's been too many. I don't feel like anyone will talk to me if I go going from all. So I feel like you have to though because sure. this is your chance. This at the minute you're like undisputed champ at this. Like you're gonna at least at least get somebody this, in contention. Oh well, in contention. Thing is, is a lot worse than mine. George King's. Yeah, but he shaved these off. Like true, he, he's not in denial about, about it. Yeah, true. This there's, pe there's people who are covering up like Crooksy covers his up. Crooksy does. And text me coming for it, and he acts like he's got the best airline. <laughs> It's Maybe mental. Give it his 30. Is his hairline bad? <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see yours, Jord. Mine's quite bad. That's why I've got a hat on, yeah. Yes, fair is enough. Um, um, that's why he wears a hat. Oh, 
always wear a hat. Even when it's like 25 degrees. I want to start wearing scrum hats if it gets any worse. Who else is bad? Kano's is bad, like, let's not. Yeah, I said Kano's. Let's not be no, is just like. Just his hair. Like, he's going to have an island soon, isn't he? Like, just a big. Yeah, a little nest in the middle of just. I want to see what it's like. Scalp. I want to see what it's like when it's like long, though. I don't think it'll grow like that anymore. No, because. No, could... Shave off and redo it. See what happened. I reckon if everybody in the team had to shave their hair off, half the team wouldn't get it back. A hundred percent. I've tried it. It, it worked. So I'm all right. Exactly, That's what I'm saying. It, like Lou. Like let's be honest. If you shaved yours off, I think it'd grow back. But I do think you'd have the little duck pond around the front. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm. It's more. Mine's more like in the. Mine's more like in the middle. Like oh, middle no, front, not middle I've of the got, island. Like, like the front. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Kano. What would you ever have? Right. Receding hairline or egg in the nest. What would you rather have? Oh. Probably receding airline. At least you've still got. Summer. Yeah. If you've got the island in the middle, people yeah. see it when you're coming and you're going. That is true. Whereas <laughs> they can just say, "Oh, yeah, he's probably just a little yeah. bit old now." Yeah. R- rumor, ha- rumor has it though, a few of the boys, including myself, are off um, Turkey end of the year. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. That way. The holiday is bad. Monday going to take. Yeah. do. <laughs> so yeah. So we'll see. All right. Well, I think that's that'll wrap it up for today. Thanks for coming on, yeah. lads, and. I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, loved it. Thank you. Do it again um, in about six months when I've been bullied more. When, yeah. you be, when you've been absolutely bagged by the boys again. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, just want to say thanks to everybody who's been supporting the podcast since the start. And hope you enjoyed this episode and hope you listen to the next one. Bye. Bye.